I don't like us shuffling paper. So we're testing the mic. So we have to test it a different way. So at your best, you are love. You're a motivating. I don't remember in my life. Should you ever feel the need to wonder why? Fuck R. Kelly. Welcome back, guys. Hey, everyone. This is Miss Lou on the mic. TT here. And she's going to say it. Every day, all day. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Thanks for listening. Well, we decided to keep it positive. We're going to talk about love. 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 And we've been reading the five love languages. The Secret to the Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman. And this is number one New York Times bestseller. And I think it's been out since the 90s. So this book is very well known. Obviously, he's making a lot of money off of it. He's Mm -hmm. had other books about like love languages of kids, of couples, of dealing with your parents. But we just picked it up. It's an easy read. You can read it in one night. I did. We want to talk about love. We figured we'd educate ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We took a quiz on what our love language is and we have those answers for you. But. Mm -hmm. But. I have something to say. Oh. TT's got to say it. I have something to get off my chest. Hmm. Literally. Literally. You know, I try to listen to a lot of podcasts or and follow fellow podcasters on um, the Instagram or the Facebook to get inspiration on how to be better. Not for their ideas. We have plenty of ideas for ourselves. But I just like inspiration, see how they're doing things, support mm-hmm. other people. We listened to the Hose to Husband podcast. Mm. And there was a little post on the IG about women posting on social media and how men look at that. Mm. And if you want to be a wife, like, watch what you post. Oh. My answer to that was, well, post what you want. But if you're not going to say it in real life, if you're not going to show it in real life, don't post it. Yeah. That's my whole thing about it. I like that. And then me and my husband had a discussion. We always have discussions in the morning while I'm getting ready for work. And we were kind of talking about it. And I was like, do you think that you own my breasts? Hmm. No, he doesn't. (laughs) This is not what this podcast is about. But it made me think about breasts. Do y'all think you own our body, but in specifically our breasts? Why are breasts so sexual? Mm. Why for something that's meant to milk our babies? Do you think that you own them and why are they sexualized? So, do you know that in the English language alone, there is a hundred different names for breasts? Wow. Titties, boobies, jugs, knockers, melons, the girls, on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? I am aware of quite a few of those, yeah. So an article I read from Vice by Lauren Euler is that, and she gave a little history about it. I didn't research it too deep. I didn't have a lot of time. It's like, from the beginning of time, toplessness is natural. Oh, yeah. Breasts are natural. Hmm. The decline of toplessness started in the 7th century for Islamic cultures. Indonesian women didn't start covering their breasts until the Islam emerged in the 1200s. 
in their mm-hmm. country. In India, toplessness was a sign of class depending on the region. Wow. And in many cultures up to the 1800s, only the upper class were allowed to cover their breasts. In Europe, darling, darling. Mm-hmm. toplessness became a taboo maybe in the 1800s. The ladies of the court were often, I mean, you've seen those paintings. Yes. Their tits are out. Yeah, they are. They're out. The ladies of the court in Europe were often painted with one breast exposed. If their two breasts were exposed, they were often considered the mistresses. They right. knew they were the mistresses. Mm-hmm. Do you know what part of the body was actually considered risque and taboo? It wasn't the breasts. Really? Interesting. It was the ankles and the legs. What? Like, that was what was taboo. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, moving on to the 1990s, mm-hmm. the New York Supreme Court ruled that toplessness should be legalized in the state. Interestingly, testimony at appellate trial, that means they appealed this judgment, probably uh, old white men yeah. with bald heads, <laughs> suggested that the enforcement concealment of women's breasts reinforces cultural obsession with them contributes towards unhealthy attitudes about breasts by both sexes and even discourages women from breastfeeding their children wow breastfeeding their children in the u.s it's only completely 100 percent illegal to show a female breast in utah indiana and tennessee and only 14 other states have ambiguous laws so the rest of them right you can be topless but nevertheless, a police officer can arrest you for disorderly conduct. <laughs> wow, that's insane. And that's the history of showing your titties. Before I move on, do you have anything? I'm all for showing my tits. I mean, I'm with it. I hate bras. I, as soon as I walk through the door, I flick ricochet across the room. I don't care where it lands until the next morning. But yeah, that's... I. I yeah, I'm with that. Like I, I, I like that, and I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, why did it change? Like, where did it all come from? Where we have to wear clothes? Like, I literally hate wearing clothes. Now I have to say this is in Western culture. True. Because of course we all see the Time magazine. Yeah. With, like third world countries, they have their breasts out. Yeah, a lot of them do in different countries. And I'm jealous. Me too. I'm jealous. It's hot. It's, it's hot, hot today. We're recording this podcast in a hot <laughs> ass room. And I mean, me and Ms. Lou, we could just right. take it all off and we don't care. But right. why does it have to be a thing? Why does it have to be a thing? It's a beautiful thing that we feed our children. Yeah, that is a beautiful thing. And you sexualize them, but we can't show it. And then men can walk around. And have you noticed that the men that walk around with their shirts off are like Gosh, they with don't the rolled have... up taco meat. Oh, I can't. <laughs> the taco meat. The taco meat. No. All right. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I like those facts. So so I'm gonna have to look some of that stuff up. We're gonna take it a step further. This is what we're gonna discuss. Okay. Janet Jackson. Oh. The 2004 Super Bowl oh. and Justin Timberlake. Wow. We all remember that. Yeah. Our she's gonna say it fans and fam. Why did she get flack from that, though? So, in the 2004 Super Bowl, as we all remember, there was a little situation. I feel mad that I didn't situation see it. Situation. Yeah, it was a situation <laughs> where he grabbed her mm-hmm. shirt and it pulled off and she had that. But it wasn't even her nipple. It, it was, was like she pasty. had a nipple piercing thing on it. Anywho, after the Super Bowl, Justin and Janet were both banned from the Grammys in the same year. Yeah. But guess that. what? Justin was still allowed to perform and Janet was not. Oh. Moving on. She had to make a public apology. He did not. Oh. 
he went on the radio and basically said, oh, well, I'm glad we're giving you something to talk about. Wow. Her record, Demita Joe, would not get airplay on the radio. Right. It was her lowest selling album since 1984. Mm-hmm. She was forced to resign from a set movie deal she had just signed. Yeah, I remember Timberlake's that. career took off. Yep. And guess what else? He was invited to the 2018 performance of the Super Bowl after that. Wow. Now, that being said, she's still worth $180 million, and that's nothing but get the bag girl yeah her pride her pride (laughs) over her breast yeah and he pulled it yeah which i think it was planned because if she didn't have the little pasty on there it wasn't planned you know what i mean like it was planned and she was supposed to wear a red bra yeah and then that was like like he was supposed to do that yeah but then he ripped the whole Whole thing thing off off. but at the same time was it worth all this controversy right. she was banned from so many things they banned her from radio they banned yeah her. they did i remember i mean that. you're never gonna ban a jackson let's be can't. real but can't so yeah, this I is know. what i'm saying so okay. my point of this whole Got thing it. on tt's rant mm-hmm. or tt is gonna, gonna say, say it. It, is men you don't own our tits you don't own our breasts if yeah. i want to walk out with half my cleavage hanging out and some sort of my nipple i'm gonna do it <laughs> My husband is like, no, you're not. And I'm like, you know, it's our body. When did you guys decide that you were going to own our body? Right. And, you know, the younger generation are in a whole other mindset. Yeah. And I don't feel the need to go out with my tits out. Yeah, me either. But if I want to, I will. Yeah. And I'm going to feel free. Yeah. I know what's the right thing to do. You know, we're married and yeah. I go out with my men with my tits out and he loves it. So that's one thing though. I'm not out for attention. The husband with doesn't mind if you're with him and your tits are out. But they can't be out and you're going out by yourself. That's a whole nother situation there. If I'm hot. Because they own the tits. No, they don't. And that's the point. They do not own our tits. <laughs> but that's why they get bad because they feel like they feel like they, they do own our to tits. them. And so, no, you can't go out without a bra and I'm not with you. You know, men have their certain type of ways that have been in their mindset. That we belong to them. They own this ownership. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to respect your man. You like can't walk out there. So like, do you feel like your man's body parts are yours? That you own him? No. That you own his? No. Like that's yours? I mean, his dick is mine. <laughs> I mean, if he well, loans his I mean. dick. No, if he. No, there's a difference between. <laughs> but like, he's not going to be walking out with his dick out. What about him walking around without a shirt on? I don't care. <laughs> okay. It's, so, like, if you guys were to go somewhere and he decided he wanted to wear his shirt open. Now, or if he wore the gray sweatpants with his big old <laughs> dingling, all, do it. So, every lady knows out there what I'm getting. It doesn't bother me. Like, I guess. I think I'm a lot different than a lot of women. I'm not, I used to be super jealous. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I used to be super jealous, insecure, and Mm -hmm. I don't know insecure, insecure, Mm -hmm. and I don't know exactly where it changed. Right. But maybe it's something to do with being in my 40s. Maybe it's I think it has to do with being insecure in yourself. When you're secure in yourself, then you don't have any insecurities yeah so and i'm secure in our relationship and he make but at the same time he makes me feel secure Mm -hmm, in our relationship mm -hmm. it's not like he's making me feel insecure right so i don't have any reason to worry about it we're not on each other's social media we're not we're not on a lot of things because i'm just not worried about it yeah the discussion that we're gonna have today about love is like i'm just really not worried about it Hmm. 
And if I was, we wouldn't be married. Let's get into this steak then. Let's do it. This steak called love. I don't know about love. I feel like Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do? Got mm -hmm. to do with it? Yes. Why do I have to sing all the time? You because sing sometimes. we, I always sing. I'm, I love singing. Me too. Mm -hmm. So we read this book, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. called the Five Love Languages. There's five of them. It's physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, mm. acts of service, and I'm missing one. Okay. Oh, gift giving. Gift giving. Gift giving. So I took my test. It's what your test say, girl? Well, first of all, my I need to get glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so my 33% was acts of service. Okay. Words of affirmation with the next and quality time. And then the lowest were physical touch and receiving gifts. Nice. And I feel like saying that physical touch was at the lowest is kind of a disservice hmm. because I love sex. I mm -hmm. love to fuck, mm -hmm. but it's not my love language. I guess it's so weird because there's the five of them, right? Right. So let's repeat them. The five quality love languages, time. acts of service, words, words of, affirmation, of affirmation, quality time, gift giving, mm -hmm. and, physical and physical touch. touch. So everyone has a mix of everything because when you take the quiz, it divides it into everything and then it says what your main love language is. Mm -hmm. I love physical touch. I love sex. I love hugs. I love all that. But it's not, I don't feel like I need it to fulfill me. I think it's a more primal part of me. Mm -hmm. But the acts of service, don't do my laundry because you're going to shrink my shit. <laughs> but if I need you to do something, like <laughs> take care of the household while yeah. I'm working or... Yeah. That does it for me. Yeah. Gift giving doesn't do it for me. I don't need gifts. And I think that's because I can buy my own gift. Yeah. Um, so which one was your highest one? Acts of service. Nice. And then w at what percentage? 33. Okay. And what the next one? Um, words of affirmation mm. and quality time. And how much is that one? Uh, quality time and words of affirmation were 20%. Okay. And then the lowest ones were physical touch and receiving gifts. Got it. So receiving gifts was your last lowest one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like giving gifts, but receiving gifts doesn't. Mm -hmm. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like, I don't, just because physical touch is low on my percentage doesn't mean that it's not important to me. Mm -hmm. It just means But that physical touch not is not just necessarily sex. It could be any of that. So it could be holding hands, mm -hmm. putting an arm around you. Yeah. You know, stroking of the hair, the leg, we holding kiss, hands. We kiss when we leave. We yeah. hug all the time. We mm -hmm. do it in front of the kids. Maybe the reason that it's low on the percentage for me, because that's just automatic. Mm -hmm. And that's just mm -hmm. very natural to me. And maybe these other things aren't, I don't know. Hmm. What are your thoughts? That's interesting. I don't know, because mine are totally different from yours. So well, what's your main? So my main is quality time, 30%. And then uh, my next two tied at words of affirmation and physical touch tied at 23%. And then 13% acts of service. And then uh, receiving gifts is 10%, the lowest one. Because I'm more, I like, I, I'm not big on, I don't care. I, I like hand-me-downs. I like getting gifts, like hand-me-downs and just fun stuff from other people. So getting a gift is not a big deal. I don't, Do you think that, if I don't get any. You know, we've had our episode on the 
reality TV. Mm -hmm. Do you think that gift giving is important to them because that's what they see on TV? Yeah, I think that, that's why it's not important to us. I think it's a big deal. Yeah, I think it's a really big deal, especially with all these sugar mamas and sugar daddies. Like that's the first thing that they're looking for is like, what are you going to give me? I need a worldly. I need a car. I need my rent paid. You know, so they're thinking gifts are should be number one top of the list in any kind of relationship. So if you receive a gift, does the price of the gift matter? For me, no. I like all kind. I like handmade gifts. I like gifts that are not even purchased. Mm -hmm. You know, I like gifts like like my like my kids was my young Kobe. He would always say um, he would give me a babysitting ticket. You know, a babysitting. Yeah, like you know, he's like, "I'll babysit the kids for you, and you and dad want to go out or whatever." You know, even if they're gonna have to do it. Even anyway. if they're gonna have to do it anyway, <laughs> it was just a thought. Those type of stuff, you know. So yeah, like the price doesn't matter. I get, I love, I just love, and even hand me downs. Like hand me downs are the best gifts. It's like somebody wore it and they just didn't feel it, and they were like, you know what? I think this will look good on you, and then they give it to you, and that's like the. Best you know one. that orange. Cardi mm -hmm, I gave you mm -hmm. like the. Can I have it back? No, you cannot. I've that been wearing orange that. cardigan. <laughs> I think I want it back. Wait, and I was telling people too because they were like, "Oh," because Kobe was laughing at me because I was wearing it late night to go get tacos and stuff like that. And I don't. Why are you wearing wrap it, to get it around? Because I was like, it was cold and I needed something to warm me, and I, I didn't have to get out of the car. So I just sat down there. It looks better than on you than it does on me. It's to be freaking to be honest, it looks better on you than it does on me. <laughs> and I always tell everybody my story too. My sister-in-law gave me this hundred and fifty dollars sweater, and I'm wearing it. I don't care <laughs> with any and every color. I love so it. words of affirmation. You know, just saying I'm proud of you. Like I I, I don't know. I think just or saying hey you're a good mom or. Do verbal compliments wife. motivate you? They do. And I think that's what it is. What I, does it motivate you to do? To want to give them more. You know, because when, when you hear that they're, that that little bit that you struggled to give them made them feel a certain type of way, there's just nothing like that. And then to say, okay, you know what? I wasn't at my best when I did that. So now I'm going to see what I can do when I'm at my best what I can give them. You know, though, and it's just knowing that they know that you worked hard and and uh, to get that for them, or even for yourself, you know, I need that. No, I like that too. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. if it's just, I like your makeup today, mm -hmm. or I know you're working hard for the mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. No, it's a nice thing to hear. It is. Especially when you go through all the bullshit at work, or even some dumb shit at the grocery store, and it's just like, fuck, you know? And then when you get home, like, oh, you got what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I was so happy. Oh, mom, I was praying that you some got me fruit this. Loops. Yeah, so damn fruit, fruit loops. loops. Yeah, and you know, you're thinking, I just stood in this line with 50 damn people, and you're happy about these goddamn fruit loops. You know, but yeah, it means, it, it means a lot. And it means more when it comes from the people that you don't expect it from yeah. versus... Like me saying it to you. Because right. you know I'm going to compliment you right. all the damn time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that's what we do to that's build we each do. other up. Mm -hmm. So we know that as soon as you come over, you look so pretty. Mm -hmm. I love your head. <laughs> I think it's great in both ways. Mm -hmm. Words of affirmation from your friends and your loved ones. Like I think that you should give them those all the time. Because mm -hmm. it just keeps you going. But when you hear it from someone you don't expect it to hear it from. Yeah, like your significant other. Your children, especially your significant oh, yeah. others. Yeah. Tell them people you love them out there. Tell them how, what a good job they're doing. Sometimes we forget. We just keep going on with our daily task and do it. 
But we want to hear, hey, you know what? You did a damn good job today. Thank you for that. Or even something stupid like, you look 20 today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Because everybody has their inner something. Everybody has their, their, some, their good in them, you know? And to let them know and reassure them that, hey, what you are doing is good. You know, like, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that we forget when we're in relationships. That Definitely. We take each other for granted. Mm-hmm. And that we forget that we're human and people mm-hmm. need to hear these things yeah and know that they're doing good and all that their hard work and is if you're not telling them thing. someone else might mm-hmm. so that's a whole nother segment yeah that's a whole another episode but quality time yeah do you think that just watching tv with your significant other is quality time yes i do i do we like watching our episodes. We're mm-hmm. watching Dexter. Yep. We like, yeah, I do. All your shows together. Just snuggling on the couch. Yep. Yep. I do. I agree with that. Even just like the downtime where we're just not even really watching TV and we're on our phones just sitting there. And though. even if it's not going to lead to sex. I mean, it's absolutely sometimes going to lead to sex and you might get a surprise blowjob here and there. <laughs> but sometimes surprise don't expect it all the time motherfuckers because it's not gonna happen but surprise do you like the um little neck rub move like oh god i know where this is going we know where this is going <laughs> but it's i definitely not a surprise. i definitely love that netflix and chill every now and then there's just something like there's nothing like that okay i have a great question when you are out to dinner and you see a couple can you tell whether they're in a first date or can you tell they're in love or can you tell they've been married forever? Absolutely. I can. Absolutely. Break because, it down, Miss Lou. Well, the first daters are usually just real talkative, like, yeah, and just like, eh, happy or with this. Or a little uncomfortable. Or, or a little uncomfortable. But most of the time they have this, this, yeah, that's great, like excited look on their face. And then they have the ones that have been dating for a little while where you could tell that there was some issues. One sitting there kind of just staring at the other one like, you dusty or motherfucker. Or on their phones. Or just sitting there not really paying attention to each other. Or one's looking around everywhere else and the other one's on their phone. Yeah, you could tell. And so, then they have the old married ass couples where they're just sitting there with no phone. Just sitting there looking at each other. Still bickering. <laughs> talking shit to each other. I try to implement a rule. It doesn't always happen all the time, but when we're at dinner, we put our phones down. Oh, yeah. Like, if we go out to dinner. Yeah. But I feel like when I go out with my husband, I wouldn't want to waste the money because we're, I'm a little bougie. (laughs) And I like a good steakhouse. I'm not going to waste my money to, like, look around and not talk. I want to have conversation. Yeah. And maybe it's because we haven't been married that long. Mm -hmm. We've been married under five years. Mm Mm-hmm. We're not going out to dinner unless we're going to talk. Yeah. But we have great conversation because we haven't been married since we were 20. Mm. So I don't know. But I'm not wasting my money at the steakhouse. Yeah. To have us on our phones that I can be on all day. Anyway. That's but I true. can definitely tell couples that hate each other. They don't even talk to each other. Like, why are you out to dinner? Right. Not talking to each other. Just go and home. Just looking at each just other. Just go home. 
eating and staring at <laughs> and you know it's funny because me and when you know it depends on who i'm with if i'm with the kids you know i kind of like think about what kind of conversations going on at the table and laugh like yeah you know they're talking shit yeah you you know you didn't bring the mail in this morning and that really pissed me off you know yeah, but because they have you to could put tell phone down <laughs> you can kind of tell what kind of conversations but what having. do you think distracts us from giving each other attention in our lives there's a lot we, of distractions. Do you think we just take each other for granted and forget I think, what we had in the beginning? Or? I think definitely taking each other for granted is always number one. Because you kind of feel like they've been there. They're going to kind of be there. This is what it is. So it's like, eh, whatever. They're going to be there. And then I think that there's a lot of technology that takes attention from other people. You know, that's that plays a big part of it. And then shit, other people take people's attention what the grass is greener on the other side Mm -hmm. another gem Mm. another gem from tt Uh uh-oh here we go get it tt you might think the grass is greener on the other side let them know but the dogs and the horses shit in the same grass (laughs) for real (laughs) i thought you were gonna say because you gotta water it but (laughs) no they still shit. They'll on that take other a side big ass too. dump in the still fresh take a ass dump grass. Over there. They will. Mm-hmm. They'll still take a shit there. <laughs> so, do you think Not love is a choice? Though. I don't. You know what? I think honestly, I don't think love is a choice. I think you don't have a choice when you fall in love. I think you just like I say, it doesn't matter who you fall. You, you don't have a choice in who you fall in love with. You just fall in love. So, how do you measure it? I have to say by the input of what, how you measure someone's love is what they're putting into it. You know, if they're putting in the same energy that you are, then you can measure that by a lot of love. You know, I don't think love's measured by gifts or Mm-mm. monetary value, but it's definitely um, measured by those affirmative, affirm, I can't, never can ever say that Affirmations. Word. Affirmations and acts of service and the quality time and the physical touch. People think that, you know, cheating and when they cheat, like, oh, it's just physical, whatever. But that physical touch and that energy that you're giving to somebody, when you're in love with somebody and you're giving to that person that you love and then you take it and you give it to somebody else, like that energy is just, there's just something about that. You know, it's, it never comes back the same. So I think that has a lot to do with, this has a lot to do with love. That being said, is the following statement true? Almost never do two people fall in love on the same day. And almost never do they fall out of love on the same day. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. I agree with that. That's a good one. I, I agree with that. If everyone fall in love on the same day and fell out of love on the same day, it would be so uncomplicated. Right. It would be like... Easy. Yeah. Well, we know we're going to fall out of love on the same day, so it doesn't matter. We'll be good. But yeah. falling out of love? Out of love. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Why do you think we fall out of love? I think there's a lot of different reasons why people fall out of love. It could be finances. It could be lack of wanting children, or they kind of lose it, where they're like, I'm... I think a lot of the reason that our generation in particular has a problem with love is because we watched our parents struggling through finances perhaps or through different things Mm -hmm. and we watched those people and it's difficult for us to overcome like you love based on what you saw your dad do Mm -hmm. and for men they love based on their mom yeah because i always say that's true a man is going to treat you how he treats his mother Mm -hmm. so if he treats his mother well Mm -hmm. he's going to treat you well 
Well, ladies out there, you guys better get in line because my boys treat me very nicely. They do. Very they kind. Do. They take very good care of their mom. I believe in that. I, I truly believe in that because um, sometimes in some of the relationships that I've been in, I've seen that where that rang true, mm-hmm. where the ones who didn't get along with their moms, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't very kind. They didn't have a problem talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> saying hurtful, mean things. But those ones who did have very good relationships with their moms, they and it's the same with the it's the same vice versa. It is. With the women mm-hmm. too. Because I've seen that in a lot of my friends where, you know, they had a, a mom who was abusive and talked shit and it was always angry and that's how they were towards their relationships. So it can go both ways. I I definitely do believe in that. And I try to work with my boys too with that because I try to not to be uh But that's going to happen organically. Yeah. Because they've already seen that. Yeah. From yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. your boys treat you well so I know they're going to treat my nephews are going to treat mm-hmm. Oh they do. Their women wives. I've heard about it already. I mean they're young <laughs> and they're going to. They're still young. They're doing their thing but I have heard that you know hey you know what like your, your son we broke up and it wasn't because of him. You know I hated that part of it but i like to know that you know it wasn't because of anything that he did it was because of something that she felt you know so i think we have two more questions mm. before we wrap up this episode mm. actually three i want to i, I want to know go ahead is being in love an illusion i think it can be hmm. i think that when you call it an illusion that it might be lust Mm. Especially if the sex is good. Yeah. That can really, because as we talked about in our coffee talk, as soon right. as they stick the dick in, it's like an emotional. Uh-huh. The button, emotional think, button yeah. clicks or something. And let's not get it twisted. Like, good pussy for men yeah, can fuck them thing. up too. So, it can be an illusion. Yeah. If you it's know, just about I think lust. you have to work on love. Love isn't easy. If you want to have a long-standing relationship, there's shit you have to work through. And one thing, actually, that everyone should have some sort of therapy, couples therapy, mm. because I think that we base our relationships what we've seen our parents do. And that can be quite traumatic. It could you know? be, yeah. Depending on, yeah. our relationships are based on what they see what they saw from their parents and if you really look at it in our generation our grandparents my grandparents from ireland Mm -hmm. and england and they were broke yeah and you they just hustled to do whatever they had to do and you know divorce was not an option Mm -hmm. so like you could hate a motherfucker (laughs) and you had to stay with them but divorce was not an option so it's basically a cycle of relationships yeah and i think that we have to realize that i don't know if that makes sense to you does that make sense it does it does it's about breaking those chains with Mm -hmm. love and everything else Hmm. you know i think that our grandparents should have had the option to divorce if they weren't happy Happy. with who they Mm -hmm. were with but when you're in that relationship you don't realize that you're passing down those those all those traits yeah those chains as you say Mm -hmm. to your grandkids and like like yeah they just dealt with each other and Mm -hmm. like you know Yep. Even though you know they had love for each other. Rather, yeah, you knew they had love. Wouldn't you rather them be with their love, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so complicated. Love is so complicated. God, it's one of the most complicated. Do you believe in love at first sight? I do. Yeah? I believe that when I seen 
my significant other, I believe in love at first sight, yeah. You don't believe it was love at first lust? Um, we hadn't done anything yet. That <laughs> so you can't you can lust over someone. But I wasn't it wasn't lusty like that. I wasn't a lusty girl. When I seen him, it was just something about the swag that was different than anybody else that I had seen. Even the look. And I had stared him down, didn't talk to him, didn't know his name, hadn't said anything to him, and just, just stared at him. So hold, please, because I have a great follow-up question. Oh. I think this will be our last question, but I think it's a great one. Mm-hmm. How do you show your love differently now versus 20 years mm-hmm. ago? I can mm-hmm. start. Yeah, please, because that's challenging. I I thought that, well, first of all, 20 years ago, I was not confident in myself. Mm -hmm. I felt I was very ugly. Mm -hmm. I felt fat. There are so many things Mm -hmm. that were going on in my own Mm self-conscious. So I felt like so happy if anyone wanted to be with me that I would just accept whoever Mm. wanted to be in a relationship with me, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And then when I got in the relationship, I would just thought that the gift giving just give gifts mm-hmm. just give gifts just give gifts mm-hmm. and now i'm not a gift giver mm-hmm. i do give gifts mm-hmm. but they're more how should i say um uh i put more thought into them mm-hmm. it might not even be anything that's monetary, monetary. wise mm-hmm. it might be like a mixtape remember the mixtape yeah like i'll bring back the mixtape dope because I don't think that that matters. So yeah. now the love that I give is loyalty mm-hmm. and that I try to listen more. Mm-hmm. I would say, I, you know, I, it's, I guess, I don't know how I was before 20 years ago. I don't know how I was. I think I was more of kind of like a, hey, I kind of go with whatever the flow is, you know, like, yeah, oh, you like that? I like that too. Like the girl from um, Coming to America. Oh, I like whatever you like. <laughs> I like whatever you like. Oh, you like that? I like that too. But now I have my own mind and I want to bring something to the table too, you know? So I think that's the difference in how I love is that I want to show what my interests are and things that I like and show you some stuff instead of you just showing me some stuff. And if you don't like it, oh well. Oh well! Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love you, Miss Lou. I love you too, TT. My favorite person in the world. Am I? Mm-hmm. Don't say that. One of them. One of them. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I said about the last episode, like we could do a part two on this. Man, this was love is a, a good topic. We have notes spread all over this table <laughs> like we never had before. Uh-huh. We still have lots of questions. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do a part two to this. Yeah, we might have to do a part two about love. And then we'll get deeper into this uh, Gary Chapman book and tell you guys a few more things about it. But you guys need to look this up. I'm going to snap a picture and put it on the uh, Facebook page mm-hmm. and the IG at She's Gonna Say It. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're gonna let you know you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Well, obviously, I'm, I'm kind of like at a... Like, if they're listening to us, they've already subscribed no. to our stuff. <laughs> about Apple Podcasts. You know I'm where excited about the iHeartRadio because I really love iHeartRadio and I listen to... Yeah, I we want to be on the award show iHeartRadio. Yes, please, iHeartRadio, tap in. I love the awards show. I love their concerts that they do. I've watched so many different concerts and I enjoy uh, what they do. No, but what we really need you to do is review us 
Subscribe. Review, subscribe. Download. I mean, give us positive and negative feedback. We'll work. We take it all. Yeah, we'll take it all. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We want to know how we can better get our listeners to tune in. So let us know what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. We really appreciate you listening to us. Please send us ideas. We'll talk about anything. We really will because she's going to say it. She's going to say it. But subscribe to us on IG, Facebook, Gmail. She's going to say it. Ah. With that being said, I love you, Miss Lou. TT out. Love you, TT. Miss Lou out this bitch. Mwah.